So on the last night of filming, we spent two hours probably, hour and a half, two hours, trying to get everything set up because it was our big like practical effects night of filming. Uh, so we had slime we had to make, and we had to make a lot of slime. Um, we had a couple bowls mixing. We had, uh, I think Jenna and, uh, Sydney Johnson were in the kitchen cooking dinner. Everything for was us. very practical. It yeah. was, uh, <laughs> it was, it, we just had a lot going on and we were spending a lot of time on it, but we decided to get this portal. Uh, we had a big portal scene and we d- decided to make this portal in person. So that way it just added a great effect to the filming and less for Christian to edit. Um, but we finally, after spending an hour and a half, two hours, finally getting everything together, getting it all put up, getting shots looking right. We decided to start filming. And uh, we had, I think it was Trey went through the portal first. And then uh, Landon, I believe, was after that. Um, And then it was my turn to go through the portal. (laughs) And I I stuck my hand through and started to walk through. And as soon as I got half of my body through that doorway, through the portal – Everything collapsed on me. The bars that we had hanging up, uh, the saran wrap with all of the slime just fell right on top of me. And I was disgusting for the rest of the two-hour filming session that we had, two- to three-hour filming session. Um, And it was just a long, very, very long night. Hey, welcome to the Vertical Podcast. My name is Max, and I'm joined with three of my best friends, the greatest humans on the face of the earth, Trey Shiver, Christian Harp, and Michael Holland. We're here to talk about everything Vertical Columbus, the stuff going around our world. We hope to enlighten you, educate you, inform you, and just give you something to lighten up your day. We hope you enjoy this time with us. And without further ado, let's blast off, baby. Hey, welcome back to the Vertical Podcast. We are still in kind of the the beginning of of this podcast, and we're thankfully decided to jump on and listen to this one today. Um, we got a lot going on around here. It is fall, um, and for us, it's one of our favorite times of year because it's one of our favorite sermon series of the year, which is. Little, Little monsters. monsters. It's one of our. It's one of our absolute favorites. It's so much fun, and it's it's one of the things like one of the uh, sermon series we put the most into as far as like the surrounding details and stuff like that. So there's a lot of like uh, filming. There's a lot of theming, um, whether it's in the building or on social and stuff like that. But um, it's just a lot of fun, man. It's just a lot of fun. It's a fun time yeah, of year. Yeah, it was definitely our most visually pleasing sermon series. Yeah. I will say that. Oh, absolutely. For sure. There's like a lot of things you can remember stuff by. Right, yeah. The uh, giant cardboard cutouts that you found My favorite from ones last the- year, those were incredible. Do we still have those? Yes. Yeah, they're in storage right now. Oh, I'm so excited to break them back out. My favorite ones are the babies. I like that they're so cute, yeah. but they're so bad. The little pollywogs. <laughs> the, little, the little tiny monsters. Okay, so I think we should probably just like introduce the whole idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like what, what it is, mm-hmm. right? So, um we uh we started this sermon series um kind of talking about how um we deal with things when they're small so like 
whether that be problems, whether that be um, sin or, or stuff that you're you're struggling with um, or tempted towards, whatever that is, uh, the whole the whole point of the whole thing is dealing with stuff with a small. And you know, it's the it's like the the fall season, um, the spooky season, and um, so we we decided to have this sermon series uh, kind of be loosely themed off of a few different. Um, you know, <laughs> cultural, uh, um, iconic shows, yeah. right? Um, and with like, I think you mm. know, it's kind of hard to say it's not strictly Stranger Things, but yeah, like, there's definitely there's a lot of thing outside of that. But um, the whole thing is is just kind of a fun, um, you know, kind of fantasy world type thing. Right. Just just aspect to it, and it's a ton of fun. But Christian crafts a lot of this stuff. Um, with with the help of a lot of other people writing like scripts and stuff like that, but we put a lot of energy into it because it is it's just you know it's fun. It we, we have so a huge fun. fall festival at the church in, yeah. in October, and uh, it's just a fun time of year, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the the fall festival, the uh, sermon series, and we actually last year did a short film series to go along with the sermon. That was like two months long. We started in September, and then it went all the way through September and October, and it actually turned out really good. October, and then the first week of November, I think, was the last episode. Yeah, we had an yeah. extra episode that last year. But it's so funny because it's like, yes, it's Stranger Things themed, because <laughs> Stranger Things is huge. Right. But it's also like a mix of like Scooby Doo, yeah, and just like eighties iconic music and. There's just so much going on inside of it. Like it's not. It's just, very nostalgic to all of us. Yeah. Yes. Whether or not that it lands for students or they understand what's going on, like <laughs> yeah. it's awesome for us. We love it. Exactly. Yeah, we, we have a good time. We have a really good time. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's a uh, it's it's you know and and all the effort goes into it just so it's memorable for y'all. I mean that's the whole reason why we do all of it. But you know. There's a lot of late nights. We're up here filming um, at the church. Oh. Uh, <laughs> late. Um, you know. Walking around filming inside of neighborhood markets, mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the local Walmart, local Walmart. <laughs> filming Landon running down Warm Springs Road, <laughs> literally the entirety of Warm Springs Road, like a full, a full, like a back truck full of people, and just cameras like following him down the road. It's just hilarious, man. It's funny because there's so one shot where he's in front of the Walmart and he stops at the stop sign while he's running, <laughs> but there's a truck coming up behind him, and you can see in the little driver's mirror, he, the guy's like, "What is going on?" <laughs> <laughs> what are these kids doing? But it, it's incredible. It's a lot of fun. Um, so, in the very beginning, though, like we didn't start with that idea. Um, I think, like the very inception of the thought was that um, we were going to do kind of like a. Um, uh, it was like strange. Yes, I don't remember what sermon series you were doing in September, mm-hmm. but we had the. I had the idea. I was like, well, let's do kind of a. Because I'd already made like a Marvel intro video for the youth. And so I was like, let's just continue that. Let's just do like a Doctor Strange multiverse kind of thing. Yeah. So I found the graphics and the effects online and found a little red cape that fit nobody <laughs> at Party City. <laughs> it was like a child small. They had the rings that wouldn't fit on anybody's fingers. Yes. Oh, we found the rings and stuff. And By the uh, way, can we just, Party City, what a bust. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they've kind of gone downhill. Like you can get you can get better like party supplies at a Walmart oh, for yeah. a cheaper price, and they always have it. Mm-hmm. It's like Party City, 
in any given in any given season, you walk into Party City and three of their aisles have nothing on them and look like a tornado came down through the Very aisle. Kidding. Like they were just ransacked for Thanksgiving and Fourth of July at the same time. And to be fair, I don't know how they're paying their employees mm-hmm. <laughs> at this point. No. And so those poor people probably don't care. Yeah. Because chances are they're making minimum wage mm. at the 1978 standard. And so <laughs> I don't know. I, I wouldn't be redecorating the aisles for five twenty five an hour either. No. no. <laughs> so, Couldn't be. Or whatever. Bad. I don't know what the minimum wage was in 1978. I doubt it was 5.25. Yeah. You don't think it was 5.25? No. Well, definitely right. less than 5.25. Throw a bet out there real quick. All right, 5.25, lower or higher oh, on lower. minimum wage? Lower. You're going lower? Lower for sure. Trey? I got lower. Do you think lower? I'm yeah. I'm I'm in like the dollar. I'm, I'm, range. I think five. I said 1979, 78, 78. I'm gonna say it's about the same. It's around five five dollars within. You're within fifty cents. Is what I'm saying. I'm going two to three dollars. Oh. Is what I'm thinking. Wow, man, I was so off. Okay, two dollars an hour. $2? Federal minimum wage effective on May the 1st, 1974, and it ran um, until, whoa, until 1981. That's crazy. So Georgia Georgia was late on it. They didn't start this $2, so it went from $160 to $2, and they didn't pick up the federal mandate for two years. Two years and two months. They didn't start that until so Georgia waited to pay people more for two more years <laughs> to nineteen seventy six and they paid people two dollars an hour until nineteen eighty one when it went up a whopping fifty cents. Wow. wow. Jeez. And I was two. complaining about my thirteen dollar an hour when I started working. That That's is ridiculous. Wild. I want wow, the inflation and it's all that. crazy. Oh my goodness. Jeez. Well, yeah. you can't say you didn't learn anything from this podcast. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. Now you know. Be thankful. When you go to get your job as a sandwich artist at Subway <laughs> and they start you off at $15 an hour, you think you're lucky stars. <laughs> Save a few pennies. <laughs> you could be making $2 an hour. All right, $2.50. yeah. Anyways, wild. So, yeah, Party City. What a dumpster fire. Anyways, <laughs> continue. <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, we we got the cave, got the rings, um, and we got back to the church. And I had Trey; he was going to be the <laughs> Doctor Strange. Oh yeah! And <laughs> the cape did not fit him at all. It looked so funny on him. He had the rings on, and the whole story is Max is taking down the green room where we film announcements, and all of a sudden there's a bright flash of light, and he turns his head. He's like, "What in the world?" Is going on, and we do a slow pan over to Trey, who's just standing there with the biggest grin on his face. Looking, <laughs> he dies laughing as soon as the camera gets to him. He could not hold it together, like through like 2010. Yeah. So it was the same thing over and over, just Trey giggling. Nonstop. I'm a happy person. I'm sorry, <laughs> it was just so funny. You're like an overgrown child, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Like you want, you want to, you want to like actually edit out an entire hour worth of B reel because that's how funny it is. We're just sitting in there laughing for an hour. Like that, it was just hilarious every single time. And in, in each each way, it's almost like finding sand dollars on the beach. Every time Trey starts laughing, there's just a new little detail about it <laughs> that you want to collect and put into a B reel. <laughs> it's just so funny, man. The whole thing was so funny. So, so because of this. Um, Doctor Strange thing does not work. No, not, not at all. And so we pivot. 
Yeah. Which Doctor Strange theme did leave into a lead into a future film series we sh- that we can I- talk about on another episode. But the idea for the Marvel direction did kind of lead us to other stuff in the future. So it may not have worked for Little Monsters for October, but it did yeah. lead to something. It did work. Legendary. Eventually. Um, in the future. Oh. Hey. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. <laughs> also, also, I think we should just like clear the air here. Doctor Strange got really dark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, and the yeah, multiverse yeah, movie. Yeah. Like, I didn't watch the whole movie. I just went back and watched what people were complaining about. Mm-hmm. And so we had some friends in Columbus um, that we know that are, that we all know that are at another church, but um, they got up and walked out of the theater. They did. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. He got, he got up and walked out of the theater because he was like, it's just, it was just wild. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, Dr. Strange? Benedict, Benedict. <laughs> Mr. Cumberbatch. You're, you're telling me that the world's most docile breakfast plate got like caused our friends to get up and walk out of the theater. <laughs> what what is going on? Like it's it shocked me. I was like, man, I would never, I would have never thought that. But um, but yeah, apparently it's pretty rough. Yeah, yeah, it, it, was. Was. it was dark. So you, I think that's a disclaimer. Like, I, I closed my eyes. Yeah, I closed my eyes quite a few times near times during that movie. It was, it scary, you right? did? Yeah, it was scary. It had a big I don't do, horror I don't do scary aspect movies. to it. Oh, okay. I, I don't think you. it was so yeah. much. There was one scene that was there pretty was scary. scary. About to there say. was one scene that was pretty scary, but a lot of it was really dark. Dark, yeah. yeah. Like like on a scale of the scariest movie you've ever saw at the at the top end to M. Night Shyamalan on the bottom. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> yeah. Like where are you putting the multiverse of madness on that scale? All right, it's not. Mm, yeah. It's a one. To, it's, yeah, it's a not, one to ten scale. Yeah, it's not. It's really not a horror movie. No, but people like Michael would think it is. You know, because he's. I'm a, yeah, I'm I don't. A I don't like. Watch, I don't I, like I scary do movies. I would say that, like the village. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like M Night Shyamalan stuff. Uh-huh. It's like nothing. They don't. It's never anything like, at your face scary. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the idea that, of the surrounding, and it never ends up being what you think it is. Yeah. It's kind of like grown up Scooby Doo. Oh yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah. like it's super scary throughout the movie, and then you get to the end, you realize what it actually is going on, and you're like, oh, that's kind of normal. The, un- the <laughs> you know? unseen, yeah, it's what you don't know that's this scary about it. So that's that's mm. like the top of my scale, man. I don't mess with anything, and I'll be honest with y'all, some of y'all out here going to see some of these like demonic um, possession, uh, crazy like horror movies. I saw enough of that junk in my church growing up, and so I don't like <laughs> need to go see it in a theater, right? Um, so yeah, I don't mess with it, man. I, I stay. I stay. I want to laugh. Yeah, I, I want to go. And honestly, if I'm not laughing, I won't stay awake <laughs> in a theater. <laughs> and who wants to pay twenty eight fifty to go and fall asleep in a theater chair? Bobby, have Holland. you seen the new Bobby <laughs> Holland theater chairs? <laughs> Bobby Holland falls asleep in every single one of his movie theater experiences. Sir Robert Holland is behind the camera today. He's he's in here chilling with us, but. But yeah, man, that's a that's a classy guy to go see a movie with best right there. Sleep ever <laughs> the best sleep ever. That's, that's what right. I say. And yeah, I will. The chairs don't help. Mm-mm, they're no. put. They're putting you in a lazy boy now. It's, oh yeah, yeah. they were all the way back to you. Just lay on back. I got my popcorn on my left hand side. Yeah, nice cold soda on the right. To Bobby's to Bobby's point, it might be one of the best naps you can take. So yeah. is it worth twenty eight fifty? Potentially. It feels like Depen- it is. Depends on how tired you are. <laughs> and if you get one of the AMCs that have like the massage chairs. Oh. There are massage mm. chairs? Yes, bro. Rare. 
Yes. Can you can we Google where the closest one is and we uh, go review that for a podcast episode? <laughs> right now, y'all keep going. I'm gonna we'll bring the podcast so into the movie theater. That would be oh, and we just review the movie the whole <laughs> yeah. time. Commentary. It would have to be a movie that everyone's already seen. Though. Yeah. You know, like I think Jurassic Park, the 30th anniversary is mm. out. Ooh, really? We could go see that and just commentate. I'm so down. That would be funny. That would be funny. We Trey, all, <laughs> we all just have the mics with us. Fip, oh, we would just uh, with the Pelican case. Phipps, AMC at Phipps Plaza in Atlanta. Hey. Oh, wow. Atlanta. That's not uh, bad. That's not far away at all. Let's go do it. I'm so Go on a Tuesday, do Top Golf in the in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Top Golf in a movie review. <laughs> I don't think those days are possible after having a kid. Oh, yeah. Max is a dad. Buzz now. Kill. <laughs> 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 Maybe. We'll take Cyrus with us. Hey. Okay. Yeah, Cyrus, Cyrus is a bald. dude. Yeah. Cy gets, on the, Cy gets on the podcast for the first time. <laughs> All you hear is that, 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 that. He's got his little teeth now, too. He's like, he's getting there, man. Mm-hmm. He's going to be talking before you know it. He is the happiest little kid I he know. He really is. He's, a, he's man, so cute. He's a bundle of joy. The mm-hmm. definitive. Anyways, Anyways, we are rabbiting. Yeah. We are yes. all over so the um So we change directions. Yes. And so director Christian, like, how what? Talk us through, like, the ideas <laughs> after that and kind of where we went. So, now, context for this. We had been filming all day, hanging out all day, so we were already tired. But Michael and our friend Colton comes, which hopefully he'll be on an episode soon. We need to get him in here talking. He's hilarious. Mm, he's not we, that funny. But, I mean. <laughs> it is midnight, and we are, I'm trying so hard to make this Doctor Strange thing work. I was like, I don't even care that Trey's laughing and all of these. <laughs> I will use it, and... But I just could not get the effects to work. We had filmed it wrong, which is fine. It's it's I didn't look enough into it. Anyways, we noticed that the lights flickering and the way Max turns and says, What's going on? Would what pivot the, what the world is going on? <laughs> it would pivot into a really nice like spook he's got taken kind of thing. Yeah. 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 And Michael had the <laughs> idea, it's like, well, we're doing a Stranger Things themed sermon series in October, why not just tie this into that mm-hmm. and we start making videos for it and make these the bumper videos? And little did we know, we were signing up to film a major motion picture. And it, it was. It felt, we almost it, submitted. I mean, it. <laughs> we still could. It makes, me, it makes me laugh thinking about it now, but we really did almost submit Little Monsters to a short film <laughs> competition. <laughs> Before we had any of it filmed, we were like, how much money could we make off of this yeah, thing? That, that was in that, four, was a, the, we were up to like 4 or 5 a.m. that night, and we all had work the next morning, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, if some of it had not been a shot-for-shot shot remake. Of Stranger Things. <laughs> there was only a couple shot for shot. Uh, I think the bike scene. Yeah, that was, I think that was literally the only straight one. out of Stranger Things. That's that, that the only one. You know, bike scene was dope. Though. It was. It was so really cool. Had the lightning in the yeah. lightning. Yeah. It just happened to start storming in the middle of us filming. It, what a perfect. It was yeah. so yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. God it, really, it, it worked out. He really blessed us with that. Yeah. That was, <laughs> <laughs> but, so yeah. But back to back to that night, um, we were up till four a.m. and we decided four or five a.m. This was like the writing. Yeah, and we decided me and Christian and I mean Colton decided to, but Colton played Fortnite for four hours um, and helped with I think one one scripted scene in the entire time of us filming. And me and Christian are going crazy, drinking cups of coffee, just trying to stay awake to have some ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, One thing that Michael's going to be sure of is that by the time Colton actually makes it onto this podcast, you're going to have a complete set preconceived notion of who he is. 
But I yeah. guarantee you, he will break everything. He's an incredible human, and we love Colton. Michael just loves to tear people down. It's just Colton. <laughs> it is just Colton. Uh, he is, he's and Colton. it's out of love. It they're like they're love. like actual brothers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it, it's out. It's all out of love. But seriously, I was frustrated with him that night because <laughs> he decided he wanted to come help, and he did not help. And he gave one. He gave one suggestion, and it was horrible. But it was so funny. It was. So, I mean, it was funny in the moment. Um, but <laughs> hey, I have an idea. <laughs> I think that was that was how we responded to Colton the entire time we filmed Little Monsters. Any idea he had was you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah. No, that, no, that. no, no, no. He had he had one idea that we kept in because it was funny because Trey looked at him and was like, Colton, that is the dumbest idea I've ever heard. <laughs> that was scripted too. It was scripted. <laughs> That was perfect. But it's so funny because we make fun of him. But literally all of his ideas made it into the the show. Yeah, I think they did. And they were hilarious. And what's crazy is that you would never expect it. No. Like from any any indicator, Uh -uh. the way Colton looks, the things he's interested in, (laughs) and anything that you would would expect, that he's actually an incredible actor. He, yeah, he's not yeah, bad. He yeah. actually really is very good. He is. You put him. It may take him a couple of tries to get the lines down, but he is so natural and just like yeah. it comes across so well. He, like he's he's really good. He's got the talent. For Didn't it. He, so he and who? Him and it? Josh. Him and Josh went to audition to be on um, Outer Banks. Uh, Outer Banks. Did yeah. they really? They, I didn't know that. They signed up I to go that. to Atlanta to be extras. In I did not know one that. Of the episodes. Did they just not get called. No. So he said that apparently you had to pay. To go just audition to be on the show. Oh. And they were like, yeah, we're not doing that. Because they already had to drive to, like, South Carolina oh. on top of paying to be there. So they were like, it's not worth it. Because they're making money off of people just wanting to be extras. Yeah. That is hilarious. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, watching an episode of Outer Banks and, like, Colton's like, that's my elbow. I'm right there. I'm with the guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, as funny as that is, though, now now that every, like, there's so many things being filmed in Georgia now. Yeah. yeah. Um. And we're like, we are an hour, hour and a half from most of the places that are kind of the hot spots for things being filmed. And so now there are people all over the place who are like, I was in that show, blah, blah, blah. And you like have to like freeze the show <laughs> for the, the 0.5 seconds that, yeah. that, that you see them just to see them in the show. But it is cool, though. There I mean, was, it's, it's pretty cool. There was a guy when, you know, because Walking Dead is filmed here yeah. in Georgia. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. so there was a guy I went to high school with, I mean, I knew and that, yeah. we went to see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We went to, yeah, our, yeah. Me and Trey um, were in a movie too. Yeah, they were in a movie here, local movie, right down the road from the church, and you could see both of our faces. Yeah, they were. They were actually in the movie. Yep. Oh wow, we made the cut. Yeah, but on the big screen. <laughs> on the big screen. Was it? Was it a? Was it a? Um, Kendrick Brothers. Yeah, Kendrick yeah, Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, yeah. yeah. good movie though. Really good movie. The, the Christian Super Twins. The KG. Yep. <laughs> But, um, man, yeah, it's incredible. The guy I went to high school with went to college together, CSU, and he was zombie number 85 in The Walking Dead. <laughs> That's like in his LinkedIn profile. <laughs> zombie 85. You know and the guy hanging off the bus? That was me. That was me. <laughs> My brains were all down the side of the bus. That is hilarious, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. So, yeah, so we, we were up here um, for weeks just kind of filming things and, and making things happen, doing stuff on the fly, and um, it was a lot of fun. Um, it's pretty it's pretty cool what all comes together. Like, 
when everybody like a bunch of people who are just passionate about making something come alive like that come together it's, mm-hmm. it's just hilarious and so um and that's kind of part of the reason why we even wanted to do the whole podcast idea that we're doing right now is to kind of give you kind of look by look behind what what happens on or what you see i guess like on a wednesday night um when you see those videos and stuff like that because we we put out like a a five to seven minute uh-huh. video right yeah that yeah. took eight hours <laughs> It was eight, just a film. Yeah, yeah. just a film. Not, not even long. the edit side of it. Like, like, yeah. it's, it, there's so much that goes into it. But it's fun, man. It's so it's fun. fun. We had a great time. Yeah. I think those are some of like my core memories now. Oh yeah, for the rest for of sure. my life. I mean, <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the filming. I mean, it was incredible. We had a good time. Now we were dead tired by the end of it. Yeah. Um. But I mean, it, it was one of the best things I can think of from last year. Mm. I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. And I'm really excited to start filming again for the second season which hopefully by the time this episode airs will have begun yeah Yeah. we're filming this like right before we start episode filming for episode one of season two little monsters so but by the time you're hearing this it should already be playing yeah i believe yeah all the episodes would have been recorded and episode one is aired would have been aired yeah yeah wow i'm so excited yeah i'm excited it's gonna be fun man it's gonna be a ton of fun this is the 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 September October. I mean, just the fall in December, the, the fall in general. Mm-hmm. This is the, you want to be around for this time. Yeah, don't miss don't miss a week. Be here, listen to all this. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be absolutely incredible. And season two, we learn each time that we do one of these like series, we like learn some stuff. Yeah, on like how to make it a little bit better next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so um, it will be better. The 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 stories are they've already like they've already like written out scripts and everything like that. And we start filming. This Sunday, right? Today is the 31st of August, and this Sunday, um, which is September the 4th, 3rd, we start filming for the next season of Little Monsters, so get ready, people. It's coming. It's that time. (laughs) Oh, oh, what is it? (laughs) It's time for a challenge. Since we're talking about all these TV shows that we're filming and all these other TV shows that have been filmed, we are going to do top five TV shows. Top five Ooh. TV shows from every single person. Oh Are we ready? Gotta let the music drop. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Trey, you truly are a master. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that, man. DJ Trey. Anyways, top five TV shows. I don't know if y'all need to make a list or do you got them off the top of your head? Top five TV I'm shows of all time. All time, what you think. Doesn't matter what genre it is. Just top matter. five TV shows top of all time. Five. Okay, I think that's pretty easy. You think that's pretty easy? Yeah, you got I it off the top I, of your head? I think so. I can do that. All right, what's your point? Yeah. Well, we'll go to Max since he thinks he's got it Well, first. hold on now. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> um, I think, but going back to Stranger, or Little Monsters, yeah. whenever that portal fell on Michael, that was probably the <laughs> highlight of my, the whole thing we did. That was, was a long night, man. I was furious. It was so <laughs> we, funny. Because it wasn't even close to being done. No. Filming. We were in the middle of an episode, and then we still had a whole nother episode of film. And Jenna, Trey's girlfriend Jenna, and Colton's little sister SJ, they I, I had them making slime for like an hour or two, and they finally got all together. We had put the saran wrap in, in pulls up, and we get the slime just perfect. I mean, it was perfect. Just we, perfect. We had one scene where Landon sticks his hand through the portal, and it looked really good. It was good. good. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was good. really good. And so it's time for them to go through the portal to the upside down, you know, Rip off Stranger Things, 
but they go through Trey and Landon go through just fine, no problems. And then Michael steps through, and I don't know what you did, Michael. I don't know if you just kicked it or no, your no. gun Trey, caught it or something. Trey and Landon weakened the structure. Okay, but yeah. No, that's what happened. They both went through, and then just as soon as you got underneath it, it all just collapsed on top of right you. on top of me. It was honestly kind <laughs> it of miserable. got everywhere. It was so I was funny. Sti- I was sticky. The rest because it's glue. Yeah, it was glue and like uh, what was it? Uh, baking soda or something like that. Mm-hmm, something like that. And it was just all. It was terrible. It was everywhere. It was in my hair. It was on my skin. And to be fair, horrible. it's still in. In the, the baptistry yeah. <laughs> stairway. Just in case people hear this, we it's don't need it. There, we You're cleaned up our mess. Uh, Pastor Jay, if you are listening, there is no mess back there. <laughs> 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 there is no slime. Um, <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. All right, Max. Looks like he's got his list ready. Hit us with it, brother. I'll say this to start. It's kind of hard to think through like your entire life of everything that you've you've seen. That's like the best. So like right now, these are these are my favorite shows that I've watched in recent history. Okay. Now leading off my list, it's not going to be su- it's not going to be um, a surprise to anybody. Okay. Um, this is like one of my lifetime achievement shows i've seen this show so many times um i grew up with it and so in the top spot um on my list is the office uh, absolutely yeah. yes best show of Gr- all time great show might and be a lot of our number phenomenal. ones yeah i mean it's a, it's, a, it's a comedic masterpiece and so um i love it and it's one of those shows like everybody's got this everybody's got one of these shows that like you can just leave playing in the background and like focus on other things and like every once in a while they'll be like <laughs> you know like, like you know <laughs> I'll catch a, I catch a joke or something like that and I hear something that I haven't heard before and it's, it's funny and I can just keep doing what I'm doing um when I was younger like when I was in even middle school like middle school to high school because the office came out I think 2004 2005 yeah um and so I was watching this like live mm-hmm. all the way through the show and it, and it went until I was in college wow. so think about that like that That's entire crazy. time That's I'm crazy. watching the show. You grew up. I grew up literally grew up with, with, with the show. And so, um, so yeah, so like I would just let it play like when I was going to sleep at night, stuff like that. It was just kind of the background thing. So the office, number one, um, number two on my list is, and is stranger things. Really? It yeah. really is. And, and so because specifically season one of stranger things, mm-hmm. um, it was like the, nostalgia the music the um just like the culture and everything like that it just hit all the right spots yeah and specific to like me um i was born in 91 so i'm not super old but like (laughs) pretty old yeah i'm pretty it's pretty old (laughs) and so um grew up in the 90s 90s baby right and um and so a lot of the things like that are present in the show were like around when i was growing up too and so um yeah, so, I, you know, the music and everything about it, it's just awesome. So the writing was incredible. The fact that that was their, the Duffer Brothers that made that show, that was their first gig yeah. is insane. I know. It was, I mean, a worldwide phenomenon. Imagine stepping up to the plate and your first swing is a banger like that. <laughs> Out of the park. Yeah. Like that was. Like, absolute clear the seats home run. Like, yeah. it was just insane. It was so good. Yeah, I will say, I know he's a huge Stranger Things fan. One of the first times I've ever met Max, he was in a jean jacket, and he had a Stranger Things button on that <laughs> jean jacket. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I know what this guy likes. <laughs> Anyways. 
It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know where that even came from. Um, I I was looking for that jean jacket the other day. I can't find it. That's wild. Um, the third show on my list, and this is not just like a uh, a sympathy play here. It is probably the greatest show ever created about the Bible, and it's the Chosen. Oh, it's such a good show. And I have never seen like biblical portrayal as excellent as that show mm-hmm. and like even like every character the way that they crafted and each each person who they are and their personalities and everything like that um the demeanor of jesus in the yeah. show and everything about it it's just like it's, it's hard for me to watch any episode of that show without just crying because yeah. like that's how authentically just excellent they portrayed every story um yeah. in that show and it's it's really good um so the chosen number three, number four, um, a pandemic, um, a pandemic original that lifted the mood during the <laughs> pandemic. But Ted Lasso was just, oh, yeah. uh, it was it was such a happy, just just joyful show. Um, Jason Sudeikis, man, yeah, just once again hit all the right spots. Right, yeah. I still have not watched Ted Lasso. It's, it's, I don't. I've heard so much about it, but I haven't watched it yet. The thing that the, the, it's the one thing that sticks out to me is just the the believe sign taped above the door. Mm-hmm. You know, just just have some faith, man. Believe, um, incredible show. And then last on my list, probably no one at this table or listening to this is going to care about this show at all. But for me, it's another one of those like watch it all the time, leave it on the background. It's a show called Somebody Feed Phil, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I figured I would get that reaction, but. Um, it's it's a show with this guy named Phil Rosenthal who is like a retired like director. He created a show called Somebody um, or Everybody Loves Raymond um, back in the day, and um, he basically just travels around, tries new food, different places, and he's just hilarious. Super happy guy. I think the I think the comp, the comprising of my list is mostly things that just make me feel joy. Good. Yeah, yeah. just just feel good stuff. That's mm-hmm. what, that's what I want to watch. It's not anything too crazy. Just feel good stuff. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's my list. One through five. Not a bad list. All right, Mike, what you got, brother? All right, Max started at one. I'm gonna start at five. Um, I, I, I think, I think, I, I think I got a pretty agreeable list here. Um, so I'm gonna just we'll jump see. right into it. Number it doesn't five. Have to be agreeable. It can be yeah, whatever you want I mean, to be. and I'm sure uh, there are probably some that I should have put above some of these on this list, but these are the top five that came to my mind almost immediately. Um, and at number five, um, is gonna be Boy Meets World. Oh. One of one of the greatest shows I in my opinion. That, ever made. Is a good show. that is a good one. one of the greatest shows, especially like kids shows good ever pick. made. Yeah. It, it was just, I mean, I've watched it so many times growing up. Everybody wanted to be born um, in Topanga. And it, was, <laughs> it was just, it's such a good show all around. It's got good life lessons. It's just kind of what you what you want to what you want to be like when you get up, when yes. you're, you know, when you're coming up into middle school, high school. That's it who you want to be. Like I wanted to live in Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh yeah, but it was such a big episode that they got married oh, that they yeah. broke the internet with that website to be invited to the wedding. You remember that? Is yeah, hilarious. Yeah, I think it was like the it was end a big deal, the, man. It was crazy. There's something about it. It just everybody kind of fell in love with it. Um, but yeah, that was my five. Uh, number four. Man, if that's your five, man, where yeah, are you going? And it's probably going to go downhill. I'll be honest. Y'all are going to get mad at me for it, um, for sure. Uh, but number four, I got to put Arrow. It was one of my, like, growing up, like, middle school, high school. Uh, well, I guess it would be middle school, actually. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's uh, Green Arrow. 
uh, DC okay. thing. Oh, okay. the, the first seasons were much better than the latter. Gotcha. But it's just one of those shows that I watched over and over again, and still sometimes, like when I get bored and don't have anything to watch, I'll go back and watch the first couple episodes or the first couple seasons. Yeah. It's just a good show. It's got good action, good comedy, good okay. acting. I'm check it out. It's good. You should. <laughs> I wouldn't say good acting. But <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Uh, Had to be better than She-Hulk. That's all yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> Definitely was. Uh, number three is going to be The 100. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a good show. Uh, I, I At one point in time, I was in a very like post-apocalyptic like TV show phase. I don't know why. But I it think was, the world was in a post-apocalyptic. Yeah, well, this show. was this was before like post-apocalyptic. The, the biggest show on TV was The Walking Dead yeah. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Walking Dead's a good show that that probably should have made my list. But anyways, uh, the one hundred, it was a it's a good show. I've watched it a couple times. Uh, I loved it, love it. Uh, number two, if Colton was here, he would agree with me and probably tell me I'm an idiot for having it at two instead of one. But it's going to be Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Oh, greatest! Yes. That is a good show. I I will put this out there: greatest animated show ever, greatest animated mm. show by yeah. far. It's. Got I don't think s- you're crazy for saying that. I think I think that's, there's been a lot of people that have said that. It is. Yeah. If you have not watched it and you're listening, I'm telling you, go back and watch it. It's on Disney Plus every season. One of the best shows. Again, childhood show. Great life lessons. I mean, it's a Star Wars show, Can but I it does have life, life lessons. Yeah, what's up? I'm I'm just adding an unnecessary content here, but. Does it mess with you if a show is animated in the wrong way? Yes. Like, I've never been able to get into anime because I can't. of that. Yeah, I don't like it. I, they mm, came out the with... style messes with absolutely. it. Absolutely. Disney came out with a, uh, like, a anime Star Wars, like, series. I think it's called Visions or something like that. And they really hyped it up, and it. I thought it was going to be great, and I could not get into the first episode. I don't know what it is, I j- It's just not my style. Like, and, it's I would, a, and I would say that Clone Wars is, like... It's peak. It's peak animation, in my opinion. Well, I, no, I was going to say, I, I have a hard time getting into it because really? of that. Really? Yeah, that's like not my style of animation. It might just be because that's what I grew I grew up with stuff like Hey Arnold. Yeah. Um, like flat 2D, yeah. like looking mm-hmm. stuff. Doug. Um, Rocket Power. Rocket um, Power was so good. <laughs> yeah. Rocket <laughs> Power was one of my favorite shows of all time, for sure. But... But Clone Wars is very like three D yeah. animation. Well, and, stuff and like that, that that was my that was my animation growing up for the most that makes part. Sense. Um, that I remember seeing uh, Clone Wars wa- pop up on Cartoon Network, which I was not allowed to watch at the time. Um, shout out Dana Holland if you're ever listening. Um, and I remember kind of trying to sneak it at like my grandmother's house because every time it would, if it was on, like that's all I was watching. Um, and then <laughs> as I kind of got older, I you know was like I'll just find it somewhere and watch it. And then it came out on Disney Plus. And in the past two years, I've probably rewatched the entire seven seasons, six, seven seasons, mm-hmm. three times, I think. It's just a great show. Um, but number one, it's going to be, like I said, probably going to be most of our number ones, The Office. Greatest show ever made. Hilarious. It's from awesome. start to finish. Will make you cry. I think I cried at the last episode for sure, and the one where Michael left. Oh, um, like spoilers! Michael. When, when, when. Spoilers! <laughs> when, oh yeah. If spoiler, you haven't watched spoiler, it, yeah. Spoiler If you alert. haven't watched it at this point, come on. Yeah, you're, um, you're behind the yeah, times. You are. Pam runs to meet Michael. Oh <laughs> yeah, it's just it's yeah. it's a great show, and one of wow. the most quotable shows too. Oh man, I mean. I, I think I, think I they quote it every trend. single, almost every single conversation I have. If I can quote it, I quote it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just by far best show ever made. Yeah. All right, Christian. That's my top five. What you got? Man. You you didn't even write nothing down, so you must be sure about this list. Yeah, well, we're using my phone to record, so I didn't have. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I forgot, I forgot about that. that. I um shout out to my iPhone 14 over there. Um, all right, <laughs> Ooh, flex. All right, they were doing the trade in your old phone, get you know whatever off. So I traded in my broken, <laughs> cracked XR, and they gave me the 14 for 100 bucks. What? Yeah, mm, that's crazy. Ver- I don't know Shoot. what Verizon was on at that time, but that guy was like, "Here you go, buddy." And just handed me the new phone. Yeah, anytime, anytime they're doing something like that, there's something sketchy going that on. That guy background. got fired hey. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is not working ever. It was probably his <laughs> his last day, and he's like, "I don't care, just take the phone." <laughs> oh man! But so I will say this: I think my palette of media is a little different from y'all's. Oh yeah, I love thriller, mystery, scary stuff. Love it. But at the same time, I'm also a giant kid. So <laughs> half my list and the other half of my list are going to contradict each other so bad. But my number one show of all time is SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> <laughs> and I... <laughs> I am not kid. I have seen every single episode. I could quote every single episode. It is amazing. All right, and episode one, show. start it. Episode one... When he's going to the Krusty Krab for the first time, he has to feed all the little anchovies. That's and crazy. Patrick and uh, I mean, that's enough. Nuts. That's yeah. enough. You proved it. Congratulations. <laughs> it was oh man. My I favorite lie. SpongeBob SquarePants episode was the one with all the different colored uh, Krabby Pretty Patties. Yes, dude, <laughs> that was a banger. Is that one purple? <laughs> yes. I don't know if it's an episode or if it was the movie, but when they do the um, when they're doing the concert in the stadium. That was, was the that episode. Was yeah, the bubble bowl. Oh, my gosh. That was awesome. That they was come dope. out because, you know, SpongeBob, they're all fish. They live underwater. But they come out in the bubble bowl, and it's like a human football game. Yeah. And <laughs> what was this? What was this Trey, can you play that song? It was, uh, was Sweet the, Victory. Oh. Sweet and Victory. And it is so good. Yes. That's worth it. it yeah, that was epic. <sighs> I, I, would, I think that was one of the shows that, like, my my mom was, like, not, yeah. not down with SpongeBob. Yeah, no. Mine neither. Another show is so, not allowed to watch. No. Yeah. My mom didn't care if she was. Oh, yeah. There it is. Yeah. The, 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 yeah, the yeah. whole, the horn, the horn section. Fish with the trumpet. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then this is Plankton on the keys. That's one of the few moments that Plankton and SpongeBob come together yeah. to accomplish something greater. Right. And then SpongeBob with the right vocals. There. Hold on. Yeah, he does. Mm. Let him know, Trey. <laughs> Take yeah. it in, people. Oh, SpongeBob just with the pipes and Squidward is just impressed by everybody. Yeah. yeah. Come on. The whole bubble bowl mm. is just bubbling. <laughs> bubbling. And Squidward's looking at his arrival squillium. Like, yeah, what's up? My team's good. Sweet victory. Wow, we might get copyrighted, yeah, that's, but that was worth feels it. like copyright. Oh. That was really good. So, yeah, number one show of all time. It is incredible. If you've never seen SpongeBob before, you are missing I, out. I, no way anybody listening has not seen at least one episode of SpongeBob. Yeah. There's no way. So, number two, I think is now the rest of these are in no particular order, but just SpongeBob is <laughs> number one for sure. Mm. But number two is The Office. I love The Office. Uh, yeah. Yeah, great good show. I'm currently one. trying to get Shaylin to watch it with me. She, she still hasn't watched she's it. She's never seen it. Really? She's only seen a few bits and pieces of episodes from when I watched it, and she would be doing homework or something. But she's never sat down and watched the whole show. Mm. It's a deal breaker, right there, man. No, <laughs> 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 no. 
No, it's not. She's she's great. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So the office number two, number three is <laughs> it's called Mind Hunters. Oh my I've heard of that. It oh is, my, yeah, Haley watched that show. I love that show. So it's about before the term uh, serial killer was invented. And the psychology department and the FBI was growing, and they were trying to figure all this stuff out. Mm-hmm. So it's about the history of that department, how they grew, and how they figured and solved out a lot of crimes. Yeah. It's just so interesting and so, like, just the But it's all about, like, real stories, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's about... Like stuff that's actually happened mm-hmm. and, and things. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It is incredible. Um, so that was number three. Number four, Stranger Things, of course. I'm mm-hmm. with you, Max. Do that show... It tickles it my brain in just the, the right, right spots, way, man. Yeah, hit, hit all the right spots. Which, it's almost like a good meal. Yeah, like you, you know, you want all the different mm-hmm. things to be hit. And like, I was born in '97, so when I actually started growing up, I was a kid, and things were like I could understand and remember things. It was already the 2000s, mm-hmm. but my parents listened to all the old music, so I grew yeah. up with the '80s and the '70s music. Yep. I had all that kind of stuff implanted in me. So when Stranger Things came out, I was like, "This is." My childhood. Oh yeah, I love this. This is just reminded me of everything good in my life. Actually, case with shoes, Coogee sweaters. My dad wore case <laughs> Swiss white shoes. My entire like until I was like twenty years old, he wore those were his church shoes. You know why, Christian? Because he was a king. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, let's just let's just put it out there, okay? You never met Christian's dad. Christian's dad is a king. <laughs> oh, no, he's not. He's a king. He comes out and plays basketball. This man comes out and plays basketball with us on a concrete court and outside and will literally – and he's – how tall is your dad? He's We're both six foot even. So he's not like – he's not short, but he's not tall. Like mm-hmm. He's not super tall, right? But this dude, he is what happens if you take LeBron James, <laughs> Vin Diesel, <laughs> and James, the brother of Jesus, and put them all together into one human – the kindest man as he is jumping over you and all you can see is his kneecaps <laughs> to grab the ball out of the air and then land and say, oh, sorry, and then runs back and makes a three. <laughs> just the nicest, just just a beautiful man. Yeah. A king. Okay. <laughs> sure. Just kidding. I love you, Dad. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, that show was Stranger Things is peak entertainment. And then number five, going back to a comedy, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Bro, that almost made my list. I don't know why it didn't. Yeah, I, it almost made my list. I think I was, I think I was past the. Yeah, I didn't really ever invest a lot into it. The it hype, is, but I would put it on the same level as The Office. That's a. Mm, I would. Yeah, I wouldn't say that, but it it's is a good show. Just as funny to me. And it's the funny. Characters for sure. are just as lovable. Once it is through. definitely not just as lovable. Yes, I would say they are. Um, Adam. Great show uh, still. Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. Samberg. Yeah. Andy Samberg. I was going to say Adam Sandler. <laughs> Andy, Andy Samberg. Yeah, he is. He's hilarious. Yeah. I don't know the guy's name. Terry Crews. Uh, Terry Crews. Oh, he is. You're talking about Boyle? Is that who you're talking about? Who plays Boyle? No, the captain. captain oh. who, the guy who plays Captain uh, Holt. Yeah. yeah. He. Oh, I he's love funny. him. He's so yeah. funny. His monotone just. Yeah. Yeah. Andre yes. Brower. Thank you, Mr. Bobby. Andre Brower. He's the he's the um resident a researcher for the podcast today. 
Andre Brower. There Lo- he is. Lovely man. Hilarious. Was that five? Yeah, that was five. Five. Trey. I'll be honest. I was so distracted listening to y'all's list. I did not think. But <laughs> off the top of my head, I know what my, you know, first is. But, you know, I'm a big fan of The Office. Yeah. yeah. Big fan of Stranger Things. But those aren't my number one. And Michael knows my number one. I've told and Max I before. Oh, I should have. That should have made my top five. It's Prison Break. Such a good Ooh. show. I am a big Prison Break fan and always have been. Me and my mom watched it together, actually. Probably not the best thing, but <laughs> we watched it together and it was amazing. And then after, I just, I mean, that's definitely the series I've watched the most amount of times over and over again. Mm. Um, it's just great. It's just genius. He gets the tattoos on his body to escape. To get his brother who was framed out of prison, he gets the tattoos of the freaking map of the prison to get out so he can remember. It was crazy. It was genius. Wow. It's a great show. It's genius. Anyways. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's something wrong with me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I, know it is. I feel like a lot of people don't know no prison it, yeah. break, to be honest. I've seen it pop up I've on my feed so many times I've never watched it. I've watched prison I've watched prison break and it was a really good show. But there's something that, like, when they actually broke out of prison, in my head, I was like, okay, this is over. <laughs> <laughs> well, He's like, like, I'm done watching this now. They went to five other prisons. Break. Yeah. You, you, you accomplished <laughs> what they called the show. Yeah. We're done. <laughs> it's like The Office. They never left The Office. Exactly. The show could have gone 20 more seasons. Exactly. Once you break out the prison, it's over. Like, when, when you're sitting in the theater <laughs> and you hear the name of the movie yeah. in the movie, and you're like, okay, we're done here. It happened. Let's go. <laughs> That's it. In the movie Field of Dreams, when he says, this is a Field of Dreams, I'm like, okay, we're done. Let's walk, let's walk, let's walk <laughs> out of here. I don't know if he actually says Field of Dreams, any point in Field of Dreams, but anyway, sorry, Trey. That's really, that's. That's yeah. three. Come on, you three. come up with that's two, only more. Three. two more. You're telling me, you're telling me, we're sitting at the table with one of the most educated Marvel fans of all time. Yeah, I was going to drop some, uh. Marvel stuff. In if you want me to drop a Marvel one, then obviously Loki's in there. Incredible oh, Loki's a banging Loki show. Really show. And best. season two is about to come out wait. in November. November. I mean, November yep. is coming up. It's right close. around the corner. It already dropped the trailer and everything. It looks so, so good. I don't know my another one, to be honest with you. I can't think. Really? Yeah, really. No shows. No. Nothing. No. Trey's not a big show guy, though. I'm not. I'm more of a movie guy. Mm hmm. I love movies. I would say it's it's and I thought I was thinking this, I was going to wait till you kind of got wrapped up your list and just to th- to think none of us and it's surprising that none of us put Mandalorian on our on our list. I thought about it. Oh, it, yeah. it was going to be my number five. Good but show, I, but no, it just it's I don't know. It doesn't compare. Mandalorian to the other season ones. one. It's top ten. It, it is in my so top good. ten. If we went ten, I would put Mandalorian. Dude, Kenobi though. Yeah. Kenobi was Ooh, good too. I, I never watched that. You never watched Kenobi. Either. But Andor got a bunch of awards. Andor yeah. was Andor, pretty good, yeah. yeah. And so, I, yeah, Ahsoka's I, oh, Ahsoka's out right now. It's in my fifth really spot. Good. Drake and Josh. Drake <laughs> and Josh. That is a banging show. That, that, is, that, was, that was my childhood. Yeah. Zoe One Hundred One, iCarly, Victorious, every single one of them. I love those old uh, Nickelodeon shows. Yes, that was top. That was best, some of the best shows. Zoe One Hundred One, seriously, mm-hmm. some of the best kid shows for sure. Was that? Era. They just came out Drake with a and movie. Josh was like on the very beginning when I was graduating. But yeah. um, I love that show. That was great. Other oh, ni- what are other Nickelodeon? Yeah, obviously all the things that we said. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rocket Power and Hey Arnold um, yeah. were all incredible. Doug was good too. Doug was good. Man, even Stevens 
on Disney. Oh, yes. The OG oh, Shia oh, LaBeouf. I watched that. Dude. Beans. Beans. Where is that guy now? Uh, who knows? He, I love beans. Have you ever watched Des- Dexter's Laboratory? Yes, yeah. dude. That's a good one. Do not go into my laboratory. TV. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Man. That was some good shows, man. I chose. Man, I just feel like they don't make kids shows like they did. No, they no, don't. No, not Everything's close. so lame now. Dude, they're horrible. Like, or, or just like evil yeah <laughs> like absolute trash <laughs> yeah like man why are you putting why are you putting that stuff in a kid's show man oh so we have I've, I've started well we're not doing it a ton but sometimes we'll throw in something um while we're like getting ready or something like that for cyrus to like to keep his attention yeah and so there's this account that i follow um called dads who try and it's, it's like a christian account for like how to know stuff about like tv shows and different stuff like that like yeah. you know um but I, I started watching Bluey. Blue. <laughs> I love Bluey. Isn't that the show that they say to put on for your dog? Yes. Yeah, the yeah, dogs can see the, the colors. Yeah, see all the yeah colors. so Willow and Cyrus will watch that show. And it's wholesome. <laughs> the music in yeah. it is incredible. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like just very po- – it's just a very positive show. Like yeah. there's nothing crazy on No, Nobody with bad attitudes or anything like that. It's just a very positive show. Mm. And there's, there's stuff in there that's entertaining to adults too. Like yeah. – um, and so it's it's really good. I'm 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 surprised. I'm yeah. like, wow, this is incredible. Shaylin and I used to babysit for a family that used to go to our church, and we would sit on the couch in the living room with their kids and just watch Bluey for hours. It's so good. It is so good. Now that we talked about the fun side of Little Monsters, we're going to go back into more of the serious side and the whole purpose behind the series. So we're going to let Max and Christian dive a little deeper into the meaning behind it all. Max? Yeah, so um, I kind of already said the inception of the idea was that we're trying to um, think through, talk through, like dealing with stuff when it's small, um, you know, in my own life and stuff, I think it's very natural for us to hold on to things that we think that we can manage that are their whole, their whole like point of even existing is to destroy. And so, um, you know, uh, the word says like the enemies come to steal, kill and destroy, but I, Jesus have come so that you can have life and have it more abundantly. Right. And so like in, the things that we try to mess with um, or that we allow in our lives that we know are not from God or we know are wrong. A lot of times we try to keep those things um, hidden or in the closet or, um, you know, just kind of like companions to us and while we can manage them and until they are past the point of us being able to manage them, we don't take action on, I need to, get this out of my life. I need to ask for help. I need to um, allow God to give me some guidance and um, guide me out of this place in my life. Um, And so, you know, I know like one of the stories that really inspired um, the whole series was David and Bathsheba whenever um, he They're in a time of war. David stays home. Um, Bathsheba's husband, Uriah, goes to um, fight with the rest of the men from um, Israel. And 
uh, David sees Bathsheba one day, um, is interested, and what started as just a peak or um, noticing something um, turns into a situation that really wrecks a lot of stuff in his life. Um, one of his sons kills another one of his sons um, because he had abused one of his daughters. Um, he is in a in a war with that son for a while running, and um, they're fighting against each other. And there's just this, you know, he loses one of the sons that was born. He dies, and um, there are there's all kind of just absolute craziness that ensues out of that just one little tiny moment. And, um, and so it's like, you know, if we learn to, those moments are going to happen, right? Like, um, you, you as a human, you're going to notice things. You are going to, uh, have a pull towards things that are not good for you, that are not healthy for you. Um, and so that's going to happen. It's in those moments where we decide, am I going to let this take a hold of me or I'm going to dismiss it, um, where we can really, uh, learn to save ourselves um, some trouble, save ourselves um, some pain, and not prevent growth from happening in our lives. And so that was the whole point of the whole series, right? And so each week we kind of go through some different things, some different stories throughout the Bible. I know for me, my own personal story is like I dealt with anger um, a lot when I was when I was um, when I was younger, and anger can really you know, like grow into a monster that you can't control. Um, if you don't learn how to have a healthy mindset, if you don't learn how to actually, um, exist inside of the peace that God offers you, if you don't learn how to let go of control of your life and not give in to the need to hold on to everything and get angry when things don't go to your way and all kind of stuff like that. And so for me, you know, one of the weeks we talk about anger, we talk about Cain and Abel, we talk about how things can, can run away so fast. Um, and you know, that's, that's my personal story. And so, um, I know this from my own life, like there are, there's some wisdom in saying, Hey, I got this cute little monster, um, now that it seems manageable. Um, you know, even it's even comfortable. Like, um, one of the stories that we always tell every single year, and it's something that I heard from my youth pastor, uh, growing up, but, um, there was a lady that had a, uh, a pet snake. Um, she adopted, you know, whatever it was, a Python from, um, this, uh, this, this pet store. And regardless of the, uh, restrictions and kind of guidelines that they gave her to take care of this, this reptile. Um, she grew close to this reptile, you know, she had it, you know, it seemed like very friendly, like they were, it was a family member. Um, and, um, so she started, um, allowing this snake to sleep on the foot of her bed. Um, and as the snake grew, she started noticing um, that it would stretch itself out on the bed. And she was, oh, that's cute. You know, he's laying down beside me. Like, um, you know, he's, he's, he's very, uh, almost like familiar and comfortable. And this is like, this pet's becoming more part of our family. Um, but then something weird happens and the snake stops eating. Um, she can't get him to eat anything. She thinks he's depressed. Um, there's, there's, there's something going on. And so she makes an appointment with the veterinarian and says, Hey, um, you know, whatever the, the snake's name, we'll call the snake, uh, um, Izzy, Izzy. And so Izzy is not eating anymore. Um, and so they, they take the pet in and she tells him what's going on. He says, 
so you've been letting the snake sleep on your bed? And she's like, yeah, like, you know, um, he's very good with my kids. He's very good with me. Like he, he wants to be around us all the time and everything like that. And, and he was like, so when, so when did this start happening? And she, you know, she lets him know, well, you know, about a month ago, he just, he didn't want to eat anymore. And we've been trying to feed him and everything like that. And, you know, he just stretches himself all beside me, um, at night and she's just getting thinner and thinner. And she goes, Oh ma'am, I'm sorry to inform you this. Um, this is very natural for a snake to do, but what the snake is doing is he's sizing himself up to you to be ready to eat you. Like the snake stopped eating because he was preparing himself for a meal. Oh, wow. That was your size. And that story all the time, it just, it just makes me think about how we can get so comfortable with the things that the whole purpose of their, their existence is to devour us. And we get so comfortable with it. We get, we, it gets, it becomes usual. Um, it becomes something that we, that we want to be around that is comfortable to us. And, um, and all the while, the whole purpose of why that thing is even cuddling up beside you is to size you up so it can take you down one day. Wow. Yeah, that's That's good. Come on. And so in, uh, in our lives, I know for me, like there's different things like from when I was in the same seats that these students are sitting in right now, that when I heard that story, immediate even then immediately my mind switched and said no we got it under control yeah yeah you know and you know it's, it's hard to it's hard to sit and hear one of those things and not be convicted about the things that you are like mm-hmm. holding on yeah. to you know immediately sure. you know it's like you sit in a church service and everybody can you know say what they will mm-hmm. about this but like everybody has a conviction yeah. For you, sure. you, yeah. you, you have a conviction in your heart and you know when god is speaking to you um, and when the Holy Spirit is trying to pull something and pluck something out that's 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 not good, um, and we do everything that we can to, and if you if you pay attention to it now, it's a lot easier now because you kind of you know yourself a little bit better now than you did when you were thirteen years old, right? right. But now it's very clear mm-hmm. all the things that we go through in our head to say, um, no, we're fine, yeah, you know, yeah, no, we're good, um, we got under control, we'll take care of it another time, like different mm-hmm. things, like there's there's all these things happening in your thought process in your soul, in your spirit, in your mind, whenever those those things that God is convicting us of or asking us to step out of, and we go through all these things to safeguard ourselves against what wants to save us. Yeah. Um, and it's almost like the law of opposites. The things that want to destroy us make us feel very comfortable. Yeah. And the sure. thing that wants to save us makes us feel very uncomfortable. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And so it's the inverse. It's like, you know, the encouragement of, of that is though, is like when you, if you know that your sin or your struggle or, um, habits that, that are toxic to your soul, make you feel that comfort. You can know in faith that if this thing is making those things uncomfortable, then it has to be good for me. Yeah. yeah. You know what for I mean? Sure, like, yeah. it, uh, well, I'm watching, we're, we're doing all these new foods for Cyrus right now and he's trying all kind of different stuff. And it's like, you, you got to feed him <laughs> the whole Rolodex of mm-hmm. food. So he's not allergic to yeah, stuff. Right. right. And so we're constantly <laughs> trying new things. And right now my beautiful, intelligent wife is breaking open beef liver uh, capsules and putting it in his food because it's, it's super, it's like super nutrition. Yeah. So he's getting all kinds of like good stuff with it, but like put that in his face and watching his face just, 
<laughs> and it just scrunches up and he's like, oh my gosh. But there's almost this law that we know about a lot of healthy things that it's not going to taste yeah, good. No. no. And that's the assumption is you know it's not going to taste good. Yeah. But that's not why you're eating it, mm-hmm. right? You're eating it because of the, the effects it's going to have and and how it's going to be good for your, your mm-hmm. body. And in the same way, a lot of the times we have to push ourselves past what doesn't taste good. Yeah. Um, and it's, 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 it's kind of tough to swallow. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what Scripture says, though. You know, nobody likes discipline now. Exactly. And then you'll see yep. the rewards that it reaps later. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that and it's, it's, it's like a bitter beef liver tavern. <laughs> I mean, like it's a, but it's healthy for you. It's good for you. Praise God for the um, beef liver. Yeah, praise God for some beef liver, man. But <laughs> No but, one has ever said that comment right there. Not Never. at all. Not at all. <laughs> Never. Did y'all, did y'all ever have to like eat real like liver growing up? No. Yeah. Like liver and onions. Like liver and onions, yeah. yeah. My it, dad did. Not bad. I've, I've, yeah, I've had it. It's, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I just not not a fan, but that's that's kind of the whole idea behind it is like, um, in all the ways that we try to illustrate it and have anchor points for like fun things that students can remember. Mm-hmm. Everything that we put energy into, whether it be a, a sermon bumper video, whether it be a cardboard cutout, whether it be the theming behind what we're doing, or the thing that you're getting in the service, or the the action set that we're having you do. This last this whole last month, we're in August right now, so we just got out of the Great Reset, so. This is something that's going to be a part of our year every single year. And it's like a celebration of the last year of our ministry. And what we're saying is each year we're taking a step into a new season. It may not be like as different as this year was, right? Yeah. We're not going to remodel the building again next year. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but like each year we're stepping into a new season. And so we had something every single week. There was an action step, right? Something that you can anchor to that says like, you remember as you're stepping into a new season, this is why I'm not going back to the last one. This is why I'm not returning to the old stuff. Um, and so there's just those, those things that are kind of mnemonic. It's, it's a way that you can remember. Um, and so we do those things and everything. And each little detail that we try to anchor you to, it's so when you're 26 or when you're 45 or when you're 65 and you're walking through a tough season or you are dealing with something for the sixth decade in a row, yeah that you can go back to those places. And we talked about this in our service last night, but um, the biblical word is an Ebenezer. It's, it's an altar. It's um, a lot of times it was just a stack of, of, of rocks um, that, that would be left. And whenever people would walk by it, they would remember what God did at that place in that moment. And it was something to push them forward and to say, okay, I remember what life was like before that. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a picture. It's like a photo album of saying, this is what happened before Jesus. And this is the place that that changed. And I choose to be different from here on out because of that moment. And that's what we're trying to create with all this, with, with all the videos, with all the little things that don't seem like they mean much, a a chalk wall with the the sermon series (laughs) on it for you to take a picture in front of maybe at 65, you look back and your iCloud will be, you know, too full and you're having to delete all your photos and you come across a picture of yourself at 16 standing in front of a wall that says little monsters and you remember that there was a there was a moment where God set you free from an addiction yeah. that you have a healthy marriage now because God set you free in that moment. Wow. That's um, good. It's giving me chills. And it's a way to push you forward. And it's, it's small as detail, but we get a lot of joy out of putting a lot of energy into it because of that reality and the opportunity 
mm-hmm. for that to yep. even happen. Yes. So that's why we do it. Yeah. And I think all of us, the reason we pour so much into this ministry and pour so much into uh, things like Little Monsters and all the theming that goes around it is because for me, especially this, this sermon series is one of my favorites because if I would have gotten that message at, you know, from sixth grade to senior year of high school, if I would have gotten that message, that would have, that would have been something that did a lot of breakthrough in my life. That would have led to a lot of freedom that Mm -hmm. I have struggled with for the past, I mean, eight, nine years now because, you know, I was bound by things. I let small things grow into something that ended up being a lot bigger and uh, consumed me um, and led to a lot of a lot of difficulty in my life. And that's why I mean, that's why we do what we do. I mean, we all love it because we were impacted by people who put in a little bit of effort. We were impacted by there. There are people in our lives that did small things for us that that showed that they were intentional and they loved what they were doing. Um, that changed our lives. I know. I know for sure. Mine. I mean, that's that's what happened with me. That's why I'm in going for ministry. That's why I'm going to school for ministry is because I was impacted and I want to have the same effect that people like Joe Banks and Jared Six had on my life to other yeah. students. Um, and little monsters and everything that we do, honestly, is a massive way for me to do that. And I mean, yeah. it's just an incredible opportunity for us. Wow, that's good, Michael. It's reciprocation. That's that's like there's a scripture Paul writes about that. Um, I th- it's it's either he's talking to Timothy or, or or somebody, but he's saying, "Hey, follow me as a follower of Christ." Yeah, yeah. It's just a replication, mm-hmm. and that's 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 what we're doing is we're replicating. We're we're giving back, reciprocating, saying something was invested into me and now it's, it's my, it's not only my opportunity, but it's kind of my responsibility yeah, right. for sure. to, to, to invest that back into somebody else. Yeah. Um, that's why we do it. Mm-hmm. That's why we do it. If you're listening, you're a student, we love you. We really do. We don't just say that every single week, um, out of a place of, we're supposed to say that we, this, the reason why we do this is because of what Michael just said. There's, I'm, 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 one of the th- coolest things about what I do now is I feel like we're able to do things that we wish that we could yeah. have been a part of. When, Absolutely. And a lot of things, not because we didn't have people that were investing a lot. Like podcasts didn't exist when I was in sixth grade. No. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> um, but it's something cool that we can do to invest into you. And we do that because we do love you. And we want you to have an experience that marks your life um, from here on out. Yes. And so that's why the Vertical Podcast exists. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> Man, this has been a, a really good episode. Um, we're excited about the Stranger Things Little Monster season that we are heading into. And um, we are uh, excited about the fall. Uh, stay up to date with everything that's going on. You can follow us on um, TikTok at Vertical YTH, Instagram at Vertical Columbus, no dot. The dot has been removed. Thank you. God. And then YouTube at Vertical YTH. All these things are ways that you can stay up to date with what's going on around here. And as always, continue listening to this podcast. Um, We hope to throw some things in here that entertain you, educate you, inform you, and just give you something that is useful for your day. We love you so much, and we appreciate you being a part of this podcast. We'll talk to you soon.